Welcome back to the podcast of the Francis Asbury Society. This is episode 33, and today we are excited to have Rick Reasoner sharing a devotion with us. And Vic shares from Revelation chapter 3, verse 2, and we're titling this uh, devotion, Strengthen What Remains. Uh, you know, we can look around us and get quite discouraged, but we also know that God is on the move and God is uh, has been doing a lot of great things. And what, what is it that we need to strengthen uh, as we move forward? Uh, so take a listen to this devotion and be encouraged as we were. Thanks, Josh. Um, I've been thinking a lot about a phrase that is found in Revelation chapter 3, verse 2. Uh, this is the message to the church at Sardis. And depending on the translation, uh, the King James says, be watchful. Other translations say, wake up and strengthen what remains. Uh, the New Living Translation says, wake up. Strengthen what little remains, for what is left is almost dead. Now, without any attempt to be negative at all, um, when we assess where we are today, um, we need to be alert. If we haven't fallen asleep, we need to stay alert. And if we have become drowsy or fallen asleep, um, we must wake up and understand the uh, circumstances that we're in. Um, this summer, I, uh, I preached at a 10-day camp meeting in Pennsylvania, and I grew up going to camps. I've been on camp boards. I've been a camp president, but this was my first experience as a camp evangelist. And so I went to the camp not knowing a, any anyone at all. I began to ask as I prepared what was the size of the camp? What's the demographic of the camp? And I had some concept of what the camp might be like. When I got there, it was actually um, somewhat smaller than had been described to me. Now, they told me that the uh, history of the camp went clear back to 1905, and they told me about wonderful times in the past. And uh, we enjoyed our time there. But as I began to walk the grounds, as I began to think of the struggles that they now face, this phrase just kept coming to me over and over again, strengthen what remains. You see, it's again the, the, the cup half full or half empty. I could tell you that there were only 100 people there. But I could tell you that there were a hundred people to minister to. And so I began to think, well, whatever's happened, um, let's strengthen what remains. And that just kept ringing in my mind to the point that I thought I might preach on it. I didn't preach on it there, but I'm sharing it with you here. Um, again, the Francis Asbury Institute is a completely different type of strategy to essentially strengthen American churches and ministries. Um, we publish Culture Chronicles uh, to provide substantive thought uh, with a Christian worldview. And basically we're trying to build 
the body of Christ, trying to strengthen what remains. Now, in this letter, there are five imperatives. There are five commands that Jesus gives this church. And I want to tell you that um, one of the standard commentaries on Revelation, written by Robert Mounts, says that the majority of the church at Sardis had become thoroughly secularized. That's his words, but those are, are really um, attention-getting words, aren't they? That the church at Sardis had primarily become secularized. And so we've got to learn in this secular society that we live in, in the 21st century, what do we do? And the five uh, imperatives are these, awaken, and that can either mean stay awake or wake up again. I think that depends on your context. Um, uh, the second word is, is strengthen. And when I begin to look at the Greek word that is used here for strengthen, it, it looks very obviously like it's related to our word for steroids. And so I checked it out. And you know, people today, this may not be advisable, but there are people who want to bulk up, they want to build their bodies, and so they're on steroids. Well, discounting the ethical or medical ramifications of that, basically, we as the Francis Asbury Society, we as ministers of the gospel need to help the church get on steroids. We, the church in many cases is a weakened condition and we need to build up our strength. The third command is to keep or to hold fast. Um, that verb basically means to guard. It's really closely related. It's almost a synonym to the first verb. The first verb is just to be awake or alert. But this one means to be on guard. And of course, um, to be on guard uh, sort of implies that you're awake. Um, it's, not, uh, it's not too conducive for guards to be asleep on the job. And so you have both components of this. Be alert and be on guard. Um, then the fifth verb is, is to repent. And it's the church which is called to repent. There, there would be more repentance in the church if the church was more aware of its surroundings and its own vital signs. Think about that for a moment. The church would be more repentant if it was more aware. But a sleepy church will not be a repentant church, will it? And so um, I think in, in many ways we find ourselves in a similar circumstance today, don't we? It, it seems like everyone is complacent. Okay, the four, let me go through these verbs again. Awaken, strengthen, remind. That's the one I forgot. Remind. Uh, and, and remind is not simply um, uh, a longing for the past. 
kind of a pining for what uh, what happened back in 1905 or whatever. But we need to remind people of what we're about, what God called us to do. And, and uh, as we do read about great outpourings of the Spirit, um, we remind ourselves of what God can do. And, you know, I think we are so so used to being abnormal that we don't remember what it's like to be normal. And so uh, the accounts of scripture and the accounts of history, in one sense, you can't turn the clock back, but these are reminders of what we can be by the grace of God. Well, in this letter, there were those who were the remnant there were those who were overcomers. They were awake and they needed to establish or build up. And that's the word steroid again. Uh, they need to build up what remains. And so rather than try to give you the final answer, I want to open it up for discussion here in a moment. But what is it that we need to build up? What is it that we need to strengthen? To use uh, a term from the building trade, what is it in this house that needs to be shored up? And uh, I'm just going to make a couple of comments, and then we can share this. Um, I've had to take a couple, or I've opted to take a couple of political surveys recently. And uh, the surveyor asked me, uh, how do you feel about this and about this, about this, about this? And in go in, in, in as I went through their litmus test, pro-life issues came up, and I just stopped and I said to uh, the one who was asking my opinion, "Really, if we don't have the right to life, all of these other issues are meaningless." Now I care about all of those issues, but if there's no right to life, then the economy or anything else is a rather moot point. Now, if I can carry that over to the church, I think the thing that must be strengthened, must be established, that must be shored up, is the authority of Scripture. Now, there are many other things that follow, but if we can't agree on what our final authority is, we're going to disagree on A, B, C, D, E, and F as we go down the line. And I think all of the other weaknesses that need to be shored up are symptomatic of the fact that we're not biblically grounded. And so I, I think that the most fundamental thing that needs to be bulked up or strengthened is, is the integrity, the final authority of Scripture. Um, if I could just pivot from that, I, I am really concerned that I don't think we really have an adequate understanding of salvation. And, and I think we all use the language, but I don't think we're all saying the same thing at times. And I, I'm very concerned that, that we don't have a, an adequate understanding of the new birth. If that is actually true, then it would follow that we, and, and I'm not 
preaching to the choir, but I'm trying to understand the context we live in. I think it, it, it goes to, to follow that we don't have an adequate understanding of entire sanctification. When I preach on these doctrines, I assume that my congregation doesn't understand what they mean. Now, there may be those who do, but I think most of the time we preach as if we think everyone understands these things. And, and the more I listen, the more I understand that uh, we can use the language without really having the concept or the experience. And um, those are things that are concerning to me. And you know, at this point, it's sort of wide open. This could sort of become a gripe session of everything that we don't like. I, I, that's not the direction I'm going, but I'm saying that uh, we have to identify those areas that need to be strengthened or shored up. And uh, Josh, at this point, I'll let you monitor it, but there may be other concerns that we have as well. And I think this is a part of waking up and being alert is that we understand the context in which we live and minister. What is it that needs to be strengthened in this day? Obviously, at this point, we stop recording uh, as those who are on the call uh, have not given permission for uh, their thoughts to be recorded, uh, but we had a great discussion about those things that uh, we see that we want to ask the Lord to strengthen. Um, uh, and so we would pose that question to you and we would love your feedback and uh, what the Lord brings to your mind. Uh, but uh, you can reach out to us and let, let us know. Thank you so much, Vic. Thank you to you, listener, for checking us out. We Hope that this is a blessing and encouragement to you and continue to invite you to share these with uh, family and friends who you know will appreciate them. As always, check us out on our website, www.francisasburysociety.com. Take care.